The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. I, I don't know many people in Edmonton who have not heard the name Dr. Fur. Dr. I'm just, <laughs> that name we have not We heard. have not. That'll be new. That is a new name. The Dr. Christopher Wells. Uh, congratulations, sir. And thank you so much for joining us to celebrate you being named Canada Research Chair. Thanks so much, and thanks for the the new nickname. I think that one will stick. Did you like it? It was it's a good one, right? Very original. Yeah, yeah no, I love it. I got excited. I don't know. Congratulations on your on your position. That's so exciting. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we're all very excited uh, uh, at McEwen um, to be able to have the Canada Research Chair, and which will hopefully um, be a catalyst for others to come at uh, McEwen University. Now, before we get into the details of of your position and what it entails, can you just take us through? The, the emotions that you felt when you found out about your appointment? Sure, yeah, really uh, surprised. Um, it's, a, it's a different kind of research chair than the ones that normally get funded by the federal government. Um, you know, then we moved to uh, really excited by um, the work that we'll be able to do over the next uh, five years with this uh, level of support. And, um, you know, I, I really think, uh, as, as people have said to me, that perhaps uh, the timing for this is really important when we look at what's happening here in Alberta when it comes to LGBTQ rights and uh, elsewhere across the country and indeed the world. You're presently an associate professor in the Child and Youth Care Program at McEwen University. You were previously with the University of Alberta. We know you for the work that you've done with Camp Firefly. You specialize in sexual and gender minority youth education and culture, and you are often the biggest voice, the loudest advocate in in Alberta, and uh, and often your voice is heard across the country when it comes to protecting children's children's rights, and and GSAs are one of the biggest things that we've been talking about now. Does having this title give you any more bicep power to? or a louder voice to manage issues like we're seeing here, very divisive issues in our own province. Yeah, I think it uh, it definitely uh, adds uh, enhanced credibility uh, to uh, the work, knowing that this is not only a, a local priority, but uh, a national priority. And I think what's most exciting, it allows us to build out the team. So to I'll be hiring more um, student researchers and postdoctoral researchers so that we can uh, you know, broaden the scope of uh, all the different kinds of work that needs to be done and, and make sure that uh, um, evidence is out there helping to inform uh, those important uh, decisions that our, our leaders and policymakers are making. Dr. Wells, you mentioned that you want to focus on a few key areas that are really close to your heart. Do you mind diving into those and explaining them a little bit more? Yeah, well, there are really three key uh, areas I'll be focusing in on, and it's, it's people, policies, and practices, uh, to put it quite simply. And the people are, uh, you know, how do we uh, understand how to uh, support LGBTQ youth uh, moving from feeling at risk in their schools and their communities to a place where they can build resistance and resilience. And uh, not to forget about their families. It's often said that when LGBT youth come out of the closet, their families go into the closet because of shame, stigmatization, and fear. Um, you know, so we're doing a lot of work as well with uh, educators uh, and trying to ensure that those educators become allies to create safe and supportive classrooms. But also, um, you know, in healthcare, uh, for example, many people still report having a difficult time finding a supportive 
uh, GP or physician that, um, uh, you know, uh, will look at them as a person, not as a stereotype. And, and increasingly, we've been uh, working in the sports world around uh, coaches and that sports should be open and accessible and inclusive of everyone. So that's sort of the people, you know, the, the youth and the, the adults uh, that surround them and support them. And then we get into the policy. So things like uh, we've been talking a lot about it in, in the province right now, Bill 8, and um, moving backwards from Bill 24 and weakening protections for LGBTQ youth in schools. Um, federally, we've been talking a lot about uh, the decriminalization of uh, HIV. I was just in Ottawa speaking to the House of Commons and talking about the stigmatization that still surrounds HIV um, and how we need more treatment and testing options across Canada. Before you and carry right, on, can, yeah, can you talk sure. about the implications of that? Yeah, well, what happens when, um, you know, people are uh, seen as being, you know, criminals for having HIV, uh, people don't get tested. They don't know their status. And, you know, we've got amazing treatment programs now that... Uh, the end of HIV is is within sight in our lifetime. If we simply um, uh, uh, encourage our politicians and our leaders to provide the appropriate support. So, you know, the important thing is people know their status. And the first thing we need to do is provide more uh, access to testing, home testing, rapid testing, anonymous testing. We need better comprehensive sexual health in schools to be able to understand issues of sexuality uh, and gender and HIV. All right, carry on to the third and final. Yeah, so, you know, but even things like conversion therapy, we've been having a lot of conversations about, uh, you know, in the province. So we want our, our policymakers and our leaders to understand that conversion therapy is still a problem in Canada, and it's still happening, and why we need legislation to send the message that this is just simply not accept- acceptable. You know, we shouldn't try to change who people are. Um, there's no science in the world that supports the belief that you can change a person's sexual orientation or uh, gender identity. We need to help reduce the stigma and help them to uh, learn to accept who they are and their families to accept them and society to accept them. I think that's really important when we're here celebrating Pride Month and we're building more and more allies, but we recognize there's still uh, work that needs to be done. And so the last piece out of the people policies is the practices. So like you talked about at the top of our show about how important gay-straight alliances are, you know, and how, what critical intervention and prevention spaces they are in schools. Because, you know, the sad reality is the two groups of young people most at risk of death in this country are our Indigenous youth and our LGBTQ youth. And that's not because of who they are, but it's because of the environments they find themselves in that are often hostile, unsafe, and discriminatory spaces. So we know that, quite simply, GSAs not only change lives, they save lives. So we're looking at what kind of practices work, what does the evidence and the research tell us? Um, And then in the sports world, you know, we have that highly successful campaign that started here in Edmonton called Pride Tape with Calder Bateman Communications and and partners. And now every single team in the NHL uses Pride Tape, all 31 teams. And we're now expanding Pride Tape into uh, baseball uh, and other sports as well, really signaling that momentum of how can we be allies and uh, signal our support for LGBTQ youth so that they can uh, continue to play the game and the sports that they love instead of feeling like they, they have to drop out because they're not supported or they don't feel safe. Man, have you uh, been involved in a lot of big ventures in this community? Well, it's my home community, right? I grew up here. 
Uh, I wanted to stay here. I believe, um, you know, strongly in uh, the power of our community. Um, when we all come together uh, and we have dialogue and we, um, you know, bring our various talents um, together over a common purpose, I believe anything's possible. That's the great thing about Edmonton. You know, uh, we can uh, we can make something here that can help to support people all around the world. Dr. Wells, thank you for your time and congratulations on your new title. Thanks. Um, we have some more great news that we'll be announcing soon and uh, we're reminding people to watch McEwen because it's a university that's uh, on the move. You're going to hear more from us. Anything you want to break right now? <laughs> um, coming soon. So uh, stay tuned over the next few months when it's back to school. We'll have some more good things to uh, share. Okay. Look forward to speaking with you soon. Thanks so much for the invitation. That's Dr. Chris Wells, Associate Professor in the Child and Youth Care Program at McEwen University and the newest Canada Research Chair in Sexual and Gender Minority Youth Issues.